0: What is up everybody welcome to the subjectively successful podcast. My name is Jordan Sellers and I am your host My goal in this episode and in every episode is for you to learn how you can be a better human being And a more successful person so that you can positively affect change in the sphere of influence that you have been given. We're going to do that through the trials, tribulations, problems, and solutions that my guest and myself have used to find what success means to us. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's jump right in. So let's talk about, let's go, let's swing back, not just all physical. What about you talk about why do you have such a why do you want people to know that there's more to health than just how they look physically? Like what, because you started an, um, another company called Avant health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And within that company, you have a really cool concept podcast. And where you're going to bring other practitioners, tell me if I say this, right. Other practitioners across other facets of overall body, mind mm-hmm. and emotional health Right. and talk to them. So your audience can be like, like your first guest, um your Dr. first Naim. was yeah. Yeah. And she is an OB. And your first episode as a fitness trainer, I want all of the potential coaching clients out there to hear this. Your first mark on the world mm-hmm. wasn't a podcast of you sitting down going, let me tell you how smart and awesome I am. Yeah. You were like,
1: Let me build my ego.
0: Yeah. You literally sat down Hissed and
1: kissed my feet. No, I'm joking. I know, right?
0: <laughs> your first episode was Something that you know your ideal client mm-hmm. is dealing with mm-hmm. is feminine-based issues or concerns that's affecting their emotions, their ability to strive or yeah. like to be successful physically. Yeah. And you're like, that's something that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. It would be value if my audience were able to hear this and open up about it. And I think that's freaking brilliant. So I don't even know if there's a question in there. I'm just saying, I'm just, Let's I'm say saying answer, you're awesome for like two question? minutes. Yeah. I'm like, for two minutes, I'm like, <laughs> let me tell you how awesome you are. Right. right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Since you didn't. Right, um, the question is, okay, if there is one, like, what would you say to people who are out there listening? And most of my audience are going to be like relatively entrepreneurial or driven. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you say to those people about um, how important their, mental health is relative to um like their physical like we could say yeah if you feel like crap you're going to feel like crap like i finally admitted that a few months ago and went like on a huge anti-inflammatory diet it was Mm life-changing it was great
1: yeah don't eat like an asshole
0: i love your yeah you have like the easiest diet in the world it's like just don't eat like an asshole yeah and start with small steps in the right direction right um and you'll, you'll do better, you'll be okay. So my question is this, how important is mental health like right now in this comparison game in this social media driven world, um, how important do you think mental health is for people growing and improving uh, in their lives?
1: I think, I think it should, I honestly think mental health should be prioritized over physical health. Really? I do.
0: Okay. Do because not not a lot of people are saying that. Or well, well, it, sometimes. And help me out. Tell me if I'm shooting wrong here. I feel like you see a lot of, it's either drive, 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 hustle, 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 hustle and then that teaches us to kind of like shove it all down and act like it's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I literally had from doing that, like a full blown mental slash emotional breakdown a few weeks ago
1: yeah because you're probably in this like all in or all out mentality
0: yeah and because i didn't want to admit that there were so many things going on i literally have like memory loss it was that intense i don't even remember like i have like an entire two months of my life that just feel like it deleted like Like the files are gone and so you say mental health should be before physical health but like expound upon that like what does that mean to you like explain I don't know whether you want to tell me a story or something as like, so
1: like, so sometimes movement is medicine, you Ooh. know? Um, but going into the gym and grinding out an hour and a half, is not always the best idea. Yeah. You know, you and I have had walks, you know, our meetings took place outside and we walked we felt like a million bucks afterwards. And I know we both live stressful lives, dude.
0: I feel like we got more done in that we walked like eight blocks or whatever it was. Mm. I feel like we got like, two days worth of work done in an hour.
1: Right. And there's an endorphin and dopamine release from movement. Um, But, you know, sometimes, you know, we do overextend ourselves if movement's not always the best idea because you're not doing it correctly because you've been told that going to get on the Stairmaster for 50 minutes or going and lift heavy weights and doing the bro workout is, you know, what you're supposed to do. And so it's hard to say this because – If you know how to move correctly to make yourself feel better, Mm. the movement's always going to be medicine. But not everyone knows how to do it the right way. Um, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: That's why it's hard to start sometimes.
1: Right, because even I have clients who just have a lot on their plate and showing up for that workout that day might not be the best thing for their soul. And I'm not trying to be, like, super hippie with this, but sometimes, like, you do need a nap. Sometimes you need to just chill in a quiet area and reflect on some things, be left alone with your thoughts, uh, be able to acknowledge your feelings so you can deal with them uh, so that you're not, like, losing your the other 23 hours of the day, you know? And then once you're good, you can get back to moving and doing what you want or whatever someone's telling you you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But outside of it, like, you do need to be mindful. Like, I I like to do, like, rituals, you know? So I have – I'm big on routine, Every morning, Monday through Friday, I wake up, drink a bottle of water, turn on the morning news, I cook breakfast, it's my alone time, it's what makes me feel like I have it together for that day, you know? Mm. And then, I don't just immediately get into my car and, like, blare my music on my way to work, because between... Doing that and leaving the house, I'm getting my kid ready. Like, I'm trying to get myself ready. There's just a lot of moving parts. And so, like, I know that I'll have some, you know, anxiety around that because I'm overstimulated. So the last thing I'm going to do is add one more stimulation to it. And so I get in my car and I just, like, chill. And I'm okay with the silence. And, like, that's what works for me before I go juggle 20 different personalities for the next five or six hours. Yeah. You know, and so, like, I started prioritizing my mental health more as an adult when I realized that I was starting to get burnt out. I wasn't okay with the social norms yeah. and that it's it's okay to, like, have my own thing. Like, yeah. I don't have to, like, be validated or have other people think I'm cool. I mean, I know I'm cool. Yeah. I mean, no, no, like, no one that's else my... has to tell me that.
0: <laughs> no, and, and that's cool. I think that sometimes when you recenter, refocus – Um, And kind of pause, you, if, especially if you're a business builder, Mm -hmm. sometimes, I know that it's just, some people may laugh at this, but like I drove such an older vehicle and it just like, it was messing with my head and I would always like have like a office episode or, or anxiously answering emails at every red lights, craziest thing. Yeah. Well, then I got my new car, right? And I'm obsessed with it. Pretty nice. And I just want to drive everywhere. Yeah. It's 2022 BMW X3M40i. No big deal. It's quick. <laughs> um Phytonic Blue, 21 inch rims.
1: In case you were wondering. Yeah.
0: Uh cognac interior. <laughs> <sighs> and I'm very proud of it. Yeah. You guess, should be. Guess what I learned? I um now only listen to I've been playing drums like twenty-two years. Mm-hmm. I didn't even listen to music anymore. Mm-hmm. I was so like, mm-hmm. what am I missing out on? Like anxious scrolling. What did I miss or yeah. what? And the only way I could turn it off was to like ha- anxiously have like Netflix. The, you literally have Netflix like playing and like watch it when you get to a red light and then like just have it playing in your car while you're driving. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the weirdest thing. That's how dopamine obsessed you were. Right. Ever since I got the new car, I just put on like EDM, old Breaking Benjamin. I was listening to Lincoln.
1: Breaking Benjamin. Oh, oh, so Lincoln yes. Park.
0: I was listening to Hybrid Theory. <laughs>
1: Do you feel numb after listening to Lincoln Park?
0: <laughs> it's funny. I did listen to Numb. Uh, and it's such a good song. But I noticed that for me, that was like legitimately good for my soul mm-hmm. to stop the anxious scrolling. If I get a text message or an email, it can wait 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, it like kind of paused the hustle culture for a second. Just something as simple as that. So it was super relatable. And I almost felt guilty about it. it was just kind of stupid, like I'll answer this email in fifteen minutes, uh but it's okay, like it's fine. It's going to be okay if you just wait a few seconds, not all day, because that's mm-hmm. the other part if we do another episode and we talk about mental health, right like I legitimately like the stress and anxiety of needing to get something done
1: mm-hmm. like there's a lot of pressure there, especially yeah, as a business owner like
0: I literally will. I've, like, covered the window to my office, turned all the lights on, and, like, put a hoodie around my head and had to take, like, a 20, 30-minute nap just to be, like, please let it go away.
1: Yeah, car naps are the best.
0: Yeah. you (laughs) just leave the AC running. (sighs) Okay. You hope no one passes by and thinks you're dead. (laughs) And I'm, like, the other part of me, I know it's okay to be, it's okay to be okay. The next thing I want us to talk about, though, is not running from your responsibilities Mm -hmm. because you push too hard.
1: Yeah, you burn you burn out.
0: I literally and they so just jump ship. That's where yeah. I got a few weeks ago, and I'm like really struggling to reel it back in. Yeah, well, that's and, why
1: you had to create boundaries. You're like, one of my friends, he's a financial advisor too. He's like, he's like, you're a yes girl. I'm always like, hell yeah, like yeah, why can't do I do it. that? Like, let's do it. You know yeah. and. There's pros and cons to that, but yeah. learning how to say no every once in a while to set those boundaries for yourself, and like at first it's uncomfortable because you feel guilty because you're in this mindset of like go 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 yes 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 oh yeah every and, time I
0: say no I'm going to lose some money
1: right I'm like, <laughs> at what at what cost though hey, there you go you know and like you had to kind of look at those things like you know every you know, you want to run your business and you want to be successful long term, not just for a short period of time. Yeah. And then you're burnt out and then you're a has been, you know, yeah, or do you want to sustain like a pretty comfortable life within the boundaries of what works for you and your family? Yeah. Um, that creates a good balance and you know, over time you're successful, Yeah. but it's not a sprint it's a marathon.
0: Uh, there's an old, Oh man, it's a good one. So there's a, oh, there's a preacher. His name is Jensen Franklin. Uh, and one time i was at a conference in birmingham alabama and i remember he was preaching and he was talking about he told two stories and i just have to tell this again because they're so powerful and i remember uh he said this one kid walks up to him and you know they always say like mega church pastors they're always, they're like super wealthy and they take all the money and run like with Joel. it won't officially confirm or deny <laughs> he made a lot of money off his books I'm not a big Joel Osteen guy. Yeah. Never have been. It's okay. Um, Jensen Franklin, I remember he was on there, and the, the kid walks up to him, and he says, man, I can't wait to make it to the big show, the big times like you, so that I can wear shoes that look like that. Mm-hmm. And he's on stage, and there's like 10,000 people here. And he's on stage, and he's like, um, so I told the guy, and he goes, you know, I had to repent afterwards, because I'll probably last out. And he said, when you're... Willing and able to walk through the hell that these feet have walked through, I'll give you the shoes. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like you could hear a pin drop in the room. Yeah. and he goes, um, I don't know why it made me emotional. I've been through some, like we've been through no, some I mean, stuff.
1: I've been through some, yeah, like
0: and, God, oh, but he goes, but he said, no one is gonna know. No one knows. He's like, me and my wife used to do tracks back in the day, and he said, I remember when we would sleep in the front seat and have our clothes on the pole in the back seat because our love offering wasn't enough to get a motel, Uh, and so we would barely have enough to eat, and we would go, and we would sleep in our car, but wake up with a smile on our face ready to preach the next morning, and he's like, no one, yeah, we, they look at where you are now Mm -hmm. and they just assume that it was easy to get there. Yeah. And it's okay to be like, um, you know, in the Bible, they talk about like laying stones in the Jordan river. So you remember what the journey took to get back to the promised land, Mm -hmm. like what hell you went through 40 years worth, uh, to get there. And that was just a really powerful story. But what you talked about, we want it tomorrow he told us that to tell us this. He says, the problem is we're a microwave generation, but we serve a crockpot God. <laughs> and I'm like...
1: <laughs> Eight hours on this.
0: Everybody's like, you just see the squirm, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, there's people with 50 people in their church, and they're like, I want 5,000 tomorrow. Right. Um, And then I think that's relatable to us is that some of that unnecessary stress mm-hmm. that we place on ourselves is that when we don't see results instantly... Or we see people who are already there. Mm-hmm. Deep down, no one wants to admit it. I think we know. We're smart enough now. Millennials, we're smart enough now that when someone's successful...
1: You heard that, millennial, millennials. Millennials. We're the smarter people. We're getting... If we're in a room full of people, we're the smartest. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're controlling more of the money and the conversations now, that's for sure. From a logistical standpoint and um, marketing standpoint, I think deep down we know that when we see someone highly, highly successful that it wasn't easy Mm -hmm. and sometimes we're afraid to start yeah so how crazy is now we're having to juggle especially entrepreneurs out there what she's talked about from the physical world emotional world is you have to be okay with small wins Mm -hmm. you have to be okay with affirmations mm-hmm. Self-affirmations.
1: Self-affirmations. It doesn't have to be cheesy either. I think a lot of people don't participate in it because they see people post it on their like social media and they like write down like, I am happy. I am thankful for the roof over my head. And like these like, yeah, I mean, they're great for that person. You're, yeah. Like I'm not going to knock it, but like I'm not, I'm not that gal. Like I'm no. not going to write it down. Like I speak it. Like even on my way here, I was running late and yeah. <laughs> I was coming up on this red light. I was like, God dog it. You know, like another red light, and it turned green as soon as I got there. And I just said, Thank you out loud. I wasn't sure who I was thanking, yeah, but I was thanking that light <laughs> for turning green. You got know, you, so I want to say my affirmations out loud whenever I feel like it. I mean, not like randomly in a group of people while we're yeah. holding conversation, but you know, in the, in my car, uh, or I'll just think I'm like, I'll, I'll just acknowledge them. Yeah, I'm not the type of person where I feel like I have to like write it down. And I think that's what pushes a lot of people away from participating in affirmations. Yeah. Is because like there's been like this cheesy culture developed around it. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Look at what we've covered. It's like, okay, so the emotional health world is like cheesy and unapproachable, mm-hmm. or embarrassing. Yeah. You feel embarrassed, and the fitness world is unattainable. Right. What a crappy tightrope walk. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's what I was telling you the other that day. That
0: sucks.
2: <laughs>
1: it's like everyone thinks that strength looks like hard yeah. and weakness looks soft. Yeah. And like oh, what's that like what's that saying us like I was talking about it was the same water that softens a potato hardens an egg. yeah and i'm like who are you to put like just because you have the ability to be soft that you're weak like that's yeah. not a sign of weakness if anything if we're able to you know to bend and to be vulnerable that's a sure strength a sure sign of strength
0: yeah you well, know and i think so too is one of the i think we have you're a little more or like rough and tough on around the edges than I am just a little bit
1: could tell you how I I feel yeah
0: and so for me I've always thought there was a negative stigma or I wouldn't be successful because um like I I I think it's why I'm able to be a good marketer and consultant Mm -hmm. I'm able to instantly empathize with like Any person, any situation. And so I tend to overvalue relationships or people Mm -hmm. or get taken advantage of just because I just assume everybody's as loving and as caring as you. Yeah. It's totally not true. No. Um, But... I shouldn't change who I am. No, Like, if I'm going to be... If I'm going to be the dude that cries at almost every commercial... You do it. I can... You can still run... 10 companies, ah. <laughs> and, and ma- manage tons of people, and be successful across multiple industries, yeah. and just like you, people, I think you're on the flip side. People are expecting you to either be sometimes more harsh than you are, mm-hmm. or sometimes softer than you are. It's like you, you're getting as a, oh, your emotional health and physical health spokesperson, and an uplifting mom, you should probably tone it down and you're like no, like, no. that's get out of bed <laughs> yeah you're like get out of bed make something of yourself yeah pause even if it's only walking to the mailbox mm-hmm. that's where you're the curveball everybody's like oh damn how is that a good fitness coach i'll make it one yeah i'll build a business that adapts listen to this everybody here's here's like the nugget because this is what we talk about when we coach you can build a business that adapts to who you truly are, mm-hmm. because who you are relates to some ideal client, customer, client avatar out yep. there. You just have to be willing to build the business and the systems and the marketing to reach them.
1: We're selling to blue people now, avatars. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Is <laughs> you can adapt, like you can adapt your business model, the teams around you, the people, the relationships that fit you, the lifestyle, the livelihood, and like the persona that you want to create. You just have to be willing to – now, this is the part that's going to freak a lot of people out, especially in smaller markets. You have to be willing to niche all the way down to, like, exactly who you want to be in relationship with.
1: Yeah. I think that was the hardest part for me is to niche.
0: In the fitness world? Yeah. It's probably terrifying.
1: It's terrifying because, I mean, like, I I have such a background in, like – so many different things, like powerlifting, sports, women, men, weight loss, just general fitness, functional fitness. And I'm yeah. like, I love all of it. Like, why would I want a niche? Like, I don't want to miss yeah. out on anyone because I love them all. Yeah. And that's terrifying. And so I think that's what made it, when it finally clicked, when you and I were talking, it's like I wanted to create a program that's, that a 15-year-old could take and be successful with and a 70-year-old could yeah. take and be successful with. Yeah, And it's because they're all trying to reach this ultimate goal of just being their happiest, healthiest self. Yeah. You know? Um,
0: And and I think that that, that's good because, and that does, it's like, boom, slip the consultant hat on, is that actually fits. So if something is going to wake you up in the morning, so I always talk about progress over perfection, right? Mm -hmm. So if you had a choice between... Waking up and going to people who were fulfilling, like, like a false premise of, of, of success because they were obsessed with their physicality, mm-hmm. right? Like, the core standard, um, like, gym person, gym right. bro, like that. Those people need coaches and those people yeah. need friends just like all of us do. Right. I just don't think that you being in that social circle and, like interactive relationship, especially if it involves like their credit card and your time, that changes everything. Yeah. I think that you would change who you are and you wouldn't be your true self to actually no. coach those people. I
1: mean, that's why I really don't have a whole lot of like friends, I guess you would say yeah. it's because like, I'm not willing to adapt to be like, to be something that you want me to be like, that, I'm a take it or leave it kind of gal. That's okay. Yeah. There like, are... I don't have to keep up with the cool kids.
0: No. And there is, and I told you this one of our first meetings, I think that it was on our walk. It's when we like, we're like we like, let's go, let's sign the contract. Mm-hmm. I remember because I was like, I go, there are enough men and women out in the world right now that are sick of like the facade and like the b- of mm-hmm. either kind of the cheesiness of self-help culture mm-hmm. or the unrealisticness of self-help culture.
2: Yeah,
1: because most of the time people who write up self-help are the... And I don't mean this offensively, like hippies or someone who doesn't understand what a lifestyle, like of an entrepreneur or someone yeah. who's just busy in general, like what that looks like.
0: Yeah, it's it's just, it's very, very different. Or especially like.
1: You get like a bunch of Cali people trying to tell Louisiana people how to live. And like, I'm like. If you. There's.
0: Dude, yeah. Because I, I know, like, I'll just use my wife as an example. The fact that she sometimes she's a school teacher sometimes she puts in like a 50 and i feel so terrible when i say this but she'll put in like a 50 hour a week and still plan prep all their meals wash all their clothes because mm-hmm. she's like matilda, matilda jane fanatic all that stuff i don't have to touch any of that stuff thank god i would ruin Lucky it all you. right <laughs> um and so she still does all that make sure that she's all that stuff plan prepped all of that and if someone was like like for her self-help is like a 30-minute bath and glass of wine and mm-hmm. sheer quiet and that's great it's amazing yeah i don't know it she might read a book about self-help while doing that well but for her um i see a lot of what you do and i think this is really really impactful and i'll make before we end i'm gonna make like a hard entrepreneurial switch but last thing about like your ideal customer client whatever How many women, I think 70, 80% of your audience are always going to be women, just natural. I would say so, yeah. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It could be 100. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think that it's the working or overworked mom Mm -hmm. that needs to be told, like, you can find 10 minutes. I'll show you why it's worth it. And I'm not gonna downplay what you do with that 10 minutes. Yeah. If you trust me. Right. Did I sum you up good? Am do I your tea. am I your marketing consultant? Yes, like, you let's are. go, dude.
2: <laughs> ding, 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 <laughs> yes, ding.
1: Yes.
0: So write that down. Send it. Check. boy.
1: Ah, <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: You can build, and this is for the camera, you can build a successful seven or eight figure business, if not more, with team structure people and lifestyle that you love just talking to that person.
1: Absolutely. And it's so, it's niche. Yeah. Like you niche, but it's kind of universal at the same time.
0: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It, because it, I mean it's like, cra- when It seems small and right. then you realize that you're like, that's right. almost everybody if, if I know. if I
1: just create a, and I've learned this from, you know, you coaching me, if I create a program that's specific to like young moms and like trying to adapt to like whatever yeah. young mom life brings... I'm not always going to be a young mom. Yeah. So then it has to change like five or six years down the road because a mom with like toddlers is completely different than a mom with teenagers. Like in that time demand and how you're spent. Yeah. And so you're always trying to figure out how do I change my business plan? Yeah. Where like if I have something to where like I just grow with it.
0: Uh-huh. And from... and it's
1: like it's and it comes naturally. Yep. It's for all different phases of life as long as you're just busy.
0: I know. And from a coaching perspective now, and this is, so we're eventually going to get you more into the digital coaching space. Like we're going to upgrade that soon because yeah. you're like getting the foundations of it, right? Yes. And we're going to make sure you get a plug. Um,
1: not in drug sense. No. You know.
0: <laughs> Just one gummy at <laughs> a time.
1: Yeah. It's like the new cool thing
0: is I'm not on that life yet. Right. Uh, yeah. I should, apparently I should be. And what I was gonna say too
1: think, busy to be that relaxed. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> they have caffeine gummy. Right. <laughs> so what I was gonna say though is that uh in the coaching space, uh, this is this is a good thought. I think this is for me too. Imagine if you add a module that is about mindset, mm-hmm. self-belief. Mm-hmm. I've been through some mm-hmm. wh- you have two. Oh uh, yeah. Let's talk about it. Well, that's a different that, time. Yeah. You could legitimately add and then you've got your all of your workouts. Mm-hmm. You've got your basics of like fundamental. You've got fundamental strength, core, like the mm-hmm. you talked about it, like the, the the ability to hold a milk jug and, and hold a kid at the same time. Yeah. Like you you understand all those things. And then you go and you do non cheesy self affirmations literally call it non-cheesy self-affirmations like make it a module and for 10 minutes stand in front of the camera and be like what do I
1: like about myself
0: yeah like you could make in the coaching space this is what's very very powerful you could build this into your business too like you could have a brick and mortar and be like man I really like it when people leave a little happier and I feel like it builds my business whenever I tell them you know sunny or not you can have a great life or something stupid like that. You could literally go hire an employee and be like, hey, I really want you to hand out this card and stand there because I'm so passionate about, you could have a pharmacy. And then you could invest in someone who stands at the door and says that and hands a card to someone Mm -hmm. and then be like, that just, for some reason, that would make me happy It becomes part of your brand. It's Mm -hmm. like adding a module to your product lineup. Yeah. So your coaching course, remember this, (laughs) write this down your coaching course is going to have modules on self-belief self-worth mindset and all applicable to a mom from 18 to 55 yeah like because guess what everyone i know i've known a lot of mothers um self-worth like the drive to keep going Putting yourself before your family, your husband, your kids, and all that is Mm -hmm. probably extremely difficult.
1: Yeah, you, like, have this extreme sense of guilt.
0: Yes. And sometimes we suck at putting that on you. Um, I was – literally have said the words, which is true. I've, like, it sucks to feel like you're always in last place. Like, the dog gets fed before me, right? Mm -hmm. In retrospect, I could have said that better. (laughs) It's like – You're not first, you're last, Ricky Bobby. That's the best line ever what? There's second, second third. third, hell, there's even 10. Yeah. Why would you say that? I based my whole life on that.
1: Right. He goes,
0: I was probably high when I said it. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Ricky Bobby. Don't right. Don't, don't do it with my hands. Don't you take that knife out your leg, Ricky Bobby. I'll do it. <laughs> don't like, you stick that knife in your leg. like
1: we need to leg. like have popcorn and Coke Yeah. Well oh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Let's be clear what yeah. we're talking about.
0: So um, I guess like a good, a good transition moment, something to talk about um, before we wrap. Thank you so much for listening. I really, truly hope that that episode was something that you found valuable. You learned something you didn't know before. You laughed a little, you loved a little, and you're excited for the next episode. If you found it valuable, please take just a moment, like, comment, subscribe, and leave a five star review helps the show out a ton last thing if you're out there and you feel like you're drowning in the confusion of this insane digital marketing and social media driven world i have got the prozac to your problem if you click the link in my bio i've got a seven days to create a digital marketing strategy that actually works mini course and i think that it would be a huge help to you go click that check it out if not totally fine it's not for everybody But I cannot wait to see you in another episode and have a blessed day.